Well, here we are, episode number one of the podcast, Because It's Important. Today we have a special guest, the actual originator of the title, a young man by the age of 12 named Grant Enzi. Welcome, Grant. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you today. I want to ask you, though, do you remember, I think you were five, maybe six years old, the day we were in a restaurant and your grandpa said, so Grant, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do you remember what you said? A preacher. That's right. You said you wanted to be a preacher. And I asked you, Grant, why do you want to be a preacher? And you said? Because it's important. Ta-da! That's right. So that was what we loved, that answer. And and uh, when it came time to do the podcast, I chose that as my title. So here we are, six or seven years later, and I want to ask you a few questions. What now do you think is important in your life? Definitely getting good grades. Yes, that is important. So in your years in schooling, what's been your average grade point average? Just about, I mean, your average average. Yeah, what's been your grade point average, Grant? Um, 4.0. Every year? Yep. Very impressive. I bet that takes a lot of time and effort, huh? It does, definitely. What do you think are some of the benefits of having good grades? Well, in my opinion, I think that it makes you enjoy school a lot more. And you definitely um, feel a lot better about yourself. And um, you also get to um, be in some advanced classes that are very fun. Hmm. What was one of your funnest ones? Um, probably math. That was very fun, yeah. That's great. And you have a special elective coming up this year, don't you? Um, pre-engineering, yeah. That's going to be exciting. Wow, in the seventh grade. Wow, that's pretty good. So what else about your school life have you found important? Um, well, we started a P7 club this year. P7, hmm, what does that mean? Well, the... P in P7 stands for Project, Project 7, and the 7 stands for the seven years of middle school and high school. Hmm, and so how often do you meet? Um, we usually meet once a week for about an hour or so. Is this after school? Yeah. Great. And so when you, um, when you get together, what do you do? Well... We mainly just hang out, build relationships with God and each other, and just have fun. Oh, that's great. Well, I really hope that you have a wonderful time this year in your P7 clubs. Yes, very excited. Oh, that's great. What else do you think is important in your, uh, in your young life? Um, probably being able to be a part of the services, whether it's singing in the choir or playing drums for a song. Whoa, how long have you been playing the drums? About four years, I think. Wow, that's impressive since you were about eight then, huh? Yep. Huh. How many days, how much time do you practice in a week? I usually practice every day for 30 minutes or more. Good. What kind of practicing do you do? Well, if I know that I'm going to play for a song, then I'll pull up the song on Apple Music and just play to it on the drums. And practice, that's great. Yep. So you must have quite the tight schedule when you consider 
4.0 grade averages, P7 clubs and all the work that you do uh, for services in church and all. Um, what, what else do you, what else is about your scheduling that you do? Um, sports, probably. Oh, wow, that too, huh? Yeah. What sports have you played? Well, this past year I played basketball and baseball. Which one did you like best? That was pretty tough. That'd be pretty, yeah. I don't know if I can answer that. They're both so fun. <laughs> well, you were sure good in both of them. Another great achievement that I noticed that I was found out about was last year, you read all the way through the Bible. Yep. Didn't you? Um, yes, I did. Uh, it was very hard. A lot of days I didn't want to do it, but I just kind of forced myself to, and I did it. You did it. How did you feel at the end of the year? I was very proud that I was able to accomplish that and glad that I just did it. <laughs> you did it because it's important, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So in the future, uh, do you see, you see yourself doing what? Well, I'm hoping that I'll be able to go to Bible college and then eventually become an evangelist or a missionary. Yep, you still got the same desires that you're that you had when you're a little boy. Yeah. And why is that? Because it's important. <laughs> you betcha. All right. Well, before we close out our interview today, Grant, do you have a word of wisdom or advice you could give kids your own age? Um, I'd just say a lot of things seem very hard right now, but just keep pushing and it pays out in the end. That's right. Don't give up. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that was great. So I would like to move now into our discussion about offenses. You know, let's be real today. Every human has felt the sting of hurtful words or actions. Each of us has been offended at some point in life. What do, you, what do we do with it, though? That's the question. You know, much has and will be said about offending others and forgiveness when we receive offenses, but that's not the topic today. Today, we're going to discuss the retelling of injustices, the purpose and the effects of telling it, and may have lasting results that we're sorry for later. You know, it's been said that small people discuss other people, while big or mature people discuss ideas. How truly small we are to discuss each other, and especially when there is such a vast treasure of deep ideas that deserve our focus. The list of significant topics is endless, so why do we denigrate our discourse to base and even hurtful dialogue? Why are we so prone to share our offenses with a listening ear? Well, self-justification is one reason. And sometimes we use the phrase, oh, it's just human nature to tell other people things. We use that as a scapegoat for our actions and maybe even for gossip. We seem to feel that in retelling an injustice, we are somehow made better, made justified in our own ill-tempered nature. I mean, if I can tell you how truly awful I feel, how deeply hurt I am, how horribly I have been treated, 
and you will be supportive in some regard or in some way nod or share my indignation, then, hey, I can continue with my offended attitude, justified, because I got somebody to agree with me. Yeah, truthfully, however, the retelling of injustices magnifies the teller's own shallowness. And, unfortunately, the retelling of offenses also infects the spirit of the hearers. So offenses will come. We know that. And why are we then so surprised to become so animated when they do? Well, maybe there's reasons beyond our own narrow perception for the actual purpose of offenses to begin with. Perhaps God even uses them to prune us and to test the growth of our character. Maybe the true test of our productivity, our maturity, and therefore our influence shows forth in the way we handle offenses. Therefore, repeating of the matter spins us around in a squirrel cage of self-justification, often vexing the listening ear at the same time. So there's no need to retell a thing unless the telling leads to a resolution for both parties. Sometimes that's important, especially in dangerous situations. But if the retelling is simply a bid for sympathy or to gather some supposed support for a particular point of view, then maybe it's better left untold. You know, there's a story about Abraham Lincoln. Perhaps you've heard it. He wrote many letters to his generals, but he mailed very few of them. Very few. He'd write it all out and get it all on paper and maybe then just toss it away. So I have a suggestion for us. When we're offended, when we've been hurt, somebody said something or looked at us the wrong way, or you know, the offenses sometimes are really justified. We have definitely been the victim of an injustice. When that happens, how about in, we sit down and write a letter, pour it all out on paper, and then really consider what we're going to do with that paper. Remember the teachings Grandma gave us? Two wrongs never make a right. Maybe that we should consider what we're going to do with that. And instead of spreading gossip and telling our stories over a cup of coffee, maybe writing it out instead of being selfish and venting our hurts on other people, writing it out might give us an opportunity to think about things and develop our character a little better and keep some things to ourselves, you know? These are just little ideas and thoughts and things I want to pass along to you simply because it's important. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.